Yo, 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 it's your girl Sam coming at you from Berlin, Germany. It is Tuesday, February the 23rd, and I am in a mad dash to try and finish my two library books before they have to be returned tomorrow. They're ebooks, so they will just disappear from my devices, my device, my iPad with my Kindle app. It's a great way to read things. I need to finish the White Fragility book and I need to finish Between the World and Me. If you want to make bets on if I'm going to finish it in time or not, I have about 30% of Between the World and Me to read, and I have like two chapters of White Fragility, so pretty sure that that's a safe bet. <laughs> I highly recommend both books, so I'll have them linked in the show notes. Um, find them somewhere whether it's the library, whether it's a local bookseller, whether it's Amazon, whatever. Find it, read it. I found another new podcast. Well, it's not a new podcast. I found a podcast that's new to me, and it might be new to you. I recommend it. It is called Still Processing, and it's from the New York Times. Wesley Morris and Jenna Wortham are working it out in this weekly show about culture in the broadest sense. That means television, film, books, music, and also the culture of work, dating, the internet, and how all of those fit together. And they're black. So they cover a lot of black issues. I listened to the most recent episode, which is called, it's one from the archive, actually. Um, It's called Whiteness in America. Uh, They are on, I think they're creating season two. They're on a break right now. So they're playing, they're re-releasing um, old old episodes. I haven't heard any of them, so it's all new to me. Um, Whiteness in America was really interesting, and I recommend it. There will be a link in the show notes. As I've been reading these books, and as I've been listening to podcasts about blackness and by black people, the word, the phrase, black diaspora has come up over and over and over again. And this isn't a phrase that I hear in my everyday life. Um, Diaspora isn't a word that is typically used in my everyday life. Um, I think the last, I don't remember the last time I heard it. It doesn't really matter. But I thought I would give a little definition to anyone else who needed a reminder like I did of what it means. A diaspora, first of all, just means a scattering of people, language, or culture that was previously in one place. So the African or black diaspora refers to both the voluntary and the involuntary movement of Africans and their descendants to various parts of the world during the modern and pre-modern periods. This term, the black diaspora or the African diaspora, has especially been used to refer to West and Central Africans who were enslaved and shipped to the Americas um, due to the, the slave trade, of course, and also um, Brazil, United States, and Haiti being the main, the main places where they went. So now when you hear someone talking about it, you will know what it means. The next brief definition that I'm going to give is about black power. Black power. 
This was a movement that occurred in the 1960s and 70s, like all of the rest of this. It focused on racial pride, economic empowerment, and the creation of black political and cultural institutions to nurture and promote the collective interests and values of black Americans. Some of its political goals were militant self-defense against racial oppression, the establishment of social institutions, and a self-sufficient economy, including Black-owned bookstores, cooperatives, farms, and media. The movement has been criticized for multiple things, one of which was alienating itself from the mainstream civil rights movement for its apparent support of racial segregation and for constituting Black superiority over other races. Martin Luther King Jr. believed that Black power, capital B, capital P, was essentially an emotional concept that meant different things to different people, but he worried that the slogan carried connotations of violence and separatism and opposed its use. The controversy over Black power reflected and perpetuated a split in the civil rights movement between organizations that maintained that nonviolent methods were the only way to achieve civil rights goals and those organizations that had become frustrated and were ready to adopt violence and Black separatism. And this leads us to the Black Panther Party. The Black Panther Party originally the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense, which I think we should pay attention to that word, self-defense, was a Black Power political organization founded by college students, Bobby Seale, the man that I talked about yesterday in the trial of the Chicago 7, and Huey P. Newton in October 1966 in Oakland, California. When it began, the big thing that it did was to promote and practice open carry, meaning the open carry of firearms, armed citizens who were patrolling or cop-watching and monitoring the behavior of police officers of the Oakland Police Department and challenging police brutality in the city. They created a 10-point platform and program that went as follows. We want freedom. We want power to determine the destiny of our black community. We want full employment for our people. We want an end to the robbery by the capitalists of our black community. We want decent housing fit for shelter of human beings. We want education for our people that exposes the true nature of this decadent American society. We want education that teaches us our true history and our role in the present-day society. We want all black men to be exempt from military service. We want an immediate end to police brutality and murder of black people. We want freedom for all black men held in federal, state, county, and city prisons and jails. We want all black people, when brought to trial, to be tried in a court by a jury of their peer group or people from their black communities, as defined by the Constitution of the United States. We want land, bread, housing, education, clothing, justice, and peace. They were highly influenced by Malcolm X of the Nation of Islam, the Communist Party of China, and anti-colonialism. Eventually, they became known as a Marxist group, 
which is a whole other topic on its own, what it means to be Marxist. Fred Hampton was the chairman of the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party, and he also has a brief role in the Chicago 7 movie that everyone should watch. It's on Netflix. Um, From the beginning, the FBI had marked the Black Panthers as an enemy of the U.S. government, mostly because of, I mean, maybe not mostly, but partly because of the open carry stuff that they were doing and the the standing up to the police thing that they were doing. In fact, Ronald Reagan, who was the governor in California at the time, um, repealed the open carry laws in California because of what the Black Panthers were doing. Which, I mean, they were trying to protect themselves. Okay, anyway. Um, So, the FBI started a counterintelligence program and infiltrated the group over and over and over again, trying to sabotage it. The, this campaign reached its climax in December of 1969, when a Chicago police raid resulted in Fred Hampton's death. The FBI actions taken during this raid and a subsequent five-hour shootout at the Black Panther Party Southern California headquarters resulted in the FBI's public apology for wrongful use of power. There was a lot of criticism about the Black Panther Party, partly because of their their violence, and partly because they were very sexist. Uh, They didn't think that women were equal to men, or at least they didn't act like women were equal to men. And this became a problem later on when women uh, came into power in the Panthers, and then, and that created some issues. So, in 1982, it's when the party officially closed down. On a related note, in 1989, the new Black Panther Party was founded in Dallas, Texas, and they still exist. But according to the Anti-Defamation League, the Southern Poverty Law Center, and the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights, They are classified as a hate group because of racism and anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism. The new Black Panther Party, not the old Black Panther Party. Okay, so that was a lot. Thanks for sticking with me. Hopefully you learned something. I learned a lot. Hopefully you found that interesting. I definitely did. And I will definitely be back tomorrow. Um, highlighting a person. I'm going to talk about Stacey Abrams of Georgia. So make sure you come back. And until then, I wish you a wonderful Tuesday. Um, Wear your masks, eat your vegetables, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye!